Welcome to Taught for the Day, the audio series. I am Sanya, a writer, educator and an art enthusiast. In this podcast series, we will be discussing all things teaching, parenting, well-being, education, mental health as well as life in general. I also share my thoughts through weekly blogs on my website taughtfortheday.com. If you would like to connect with me, then find me on Instagram as taughtfortheday or on LinkedIn as Sanya Ayushi. With this series, I intend to share my teaching experiences in New Zealand and in other places around the globe while shedding some light on the education industry and how as a community we can add value to each other's lives. Welcome to another episode of Taught for the Day, the audio series. Well, for today's episode, I thought, why don't we talk about something that is probably discussed slightly more than the children in the classroom, and that is paperwork. Yes, you heard me. Paperwork is that one dreaded thing that almost all teachers talk about day in and day out. It's not because it's such a big task, but it's also because how complicated it can get. Every school has a different format of how they do their lesson planning and curriculum execution. So it becomes really tricky for teachers to constantly navigate through it. And in a class full of 20, 30 children, it is really daunting to get yourself together and make plans and then implement them and you know make assessment reports and that too timely mate doing stuff timely is key in teaching and i know how stressful it can get at the end of every month at the end of every term when you've got like 20 reports to finish it's just too much work and over the years as a teacher This is something that I identified was my strong as well as my weak area. In the beginning, I was very, very confident about my writing skills and abilities. But at the same time, I knew that I had to make a plan around how I'll be doing my planning work, writing my learning stories and my assessment reports. And believe me, no one way actually works because If you're a person who has worked in a Reggio Emilia school, their style of working would be different. And if you're a person who's worked in a school that believes in the Rye philosophy or it's just art-based education or just forest schools, it is really, really challenging how all of them work so differently. So there is some kind of similarity, but at the same time, everybody works slightly differently in terms of how they perceive the curriculum and how they want to implement it in their classroom. And as teachers, it can get very daunting and very, very taxing to constantly, you know, innovate ways of doing things differently while it's fun. Sometimes doing it every third or fourth month, it can be very stressful. 
and i understand for people who don't enjoy challenges or uh, constant changes it is the last thing you want so for today's episode i thought that i could share some tips around how you as a teacher can improve upon your planning and maybe do it a little faster and deliver it on time so yeah here we go the number one thing that i generally do when it comes to planning is i take note of every child who joins the classroom from day 1 so my first week is all about taking observations and once i've had observations uh probably by the end of the first week i kind of send notes to the parents about what are their aspirations from their child's schooling journey and where do they see their child at the end of the term or the schooling year and then i consolidate that into a sort of a beginner plan to give myself a little head around what the child likes to do and how how we can help support him or her in the classroom and from there on what i generally do is that i keep adding sections into my learning plans or my uh, whole learning chart of the child i just keep adding notes each week like i know it is um, something that not everybody might be up to but yeah that's the second thing i do that i add notes of anything new or different i have noticed the very day that i have noticed it into the child's learning plan and uh, from there uh, when i kind of look at the whole thing at the end of say 2 weeks or 3 weeks i can strategize where is this headed and uh, that's where i start the actual planning so that's where i kind of set a whole broad understanding of okay this is what the child is interested in this is what the analysis looks like and this is where we are going to support him or her so on so forth and uh, what is the third thing that i do is i make all these little sections of the possibilities of where the child is headed and if anything that i observe in what the child's progress has been like i kind of add all of it onto the different sections that i have made and yeah towards the end of the term or the end of the child's schooling journey in the classroom for the particular year i have this whole consolidated plan with notes and it becomes really really easy for me to make a final assessment or evaluation report so yeah that's about it and this is something that requires daily work actually if i skip on to say even a week of uh, observations or taking notes it just piles up for me so what i kind of do is that i just sit down with it every day maybe it could be say 20 minutes if it's a one hour lunch break then i would take 20 minutes to do that if um i don't get to do that at work then i would probably go and do that at home but i make sure i do it every day so i do not have to really be stressed out at the end of the month or the term that oh um where is this headed or i i have got so much to do and yeah it's something that's really helpful um for me and has been working great so far and at the same time 
what i have done is that i've made fixed templates for where i'm going to place each child's interests and plans and you know their characteristics their goals and stuff like that so i have got the whole thing designed on story park and you can even do it on microsoft or microsoft word excel powerpoint whatever you feel comfortable in so yeah i mean have those templates ready they are really handy especially on days where you are like you can't be bothered uh, you know going online on a computer you can just have these templates printed out and put on on a clipboard and you can just go quickly write some notes if you want to like i always did that i had like a little clipboard in my cubby which i used to just grab whenever i felt like i had some interesting things to note down about a child and yeah it's been so far so good it's working excellent for me this has been something that i have found to be really reliable and yeah i hope that these tips help you in your lesson planning and curriculum implementation in your classroom you can even message me if you need me to help you with making the templates i'm more than happy to help and share my own learning observation templates just get on the dms on ig or uh, you can even leave a comment on my website that's www.totfortheday.com and yeah um, i will see you soon bye